everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages, and those visiting from the Shadow Realm that wish to listen to our podcast. Welcome to the second bit of content stemming from the Harrisburg comic. Hold on. Wait. Wait a minute. I can't do it. Guys and gals from Four State, I understand you want to separate yourselves from Hager Sound, but I can't do it. I got to refer to you all like this. We got this. Uh, welcome to the second bit of content stemming from the Four State Comic Con, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Pop and Comic Con event that was this past August 26th and 27th. In this episode, you'll hear the Mental Health Forever panel. And if that sounded like it was a lot to get out. Trust me, it was. And before I get into those that were doing the presentation, the Q&A, call what you want. Either way, it was it was a wonderful panel. Let me just say the following. If you didn't hear the last, pan, the last episode we brought out in regards to this event, and that is we did this event gonzo style, meaning we didn't bring all our equipment and just kept things minimalistic by bringing our all-in-one Zoom device, which does not just video with sound, but it also can do audio recordings all on its own. So it also means the audio is going to be a little rough, sad to say. But the good news is you're able to hear and understand everybody. Now, granted, some of you might be able to hear everything better with either ear, earbuds or headphones on versus those listening via a, a Bluetooth speaker or car speakers, but to each their own. Let me also say this for those listening to our panel recording for the first time. This is an open space, so again, see the last comment in regards to audio being rough. Two, I had to do some editing. And by editing, that means snipping down some of the dead air. And, well, I can't really call it dead air. But what is the spaces where the questions from the audience will be? Why do I say that? Is because I'll, there was one no mic for people to approach to ask questions for everybody in the audience to hear and a lot of times when there is a mic presented for people to approach and ask questions they don't do it sad to say but let me just say let me thank those involved for allowing me to one record this panel to present this panel to all of you out there on the internet and those folks that allowed me to record this panel is or say are Sierra, Hannah, Christina, Master, Masterson and the person from 
Geek Wellness Education. Once again, thank you. I can't thank you all enough. And I hope you enjoy this panel that I'm able to present to my audience out there that missed this event. So, what can I say? But, G where's George? George! George! Hey, Dave, can you do me a favor? Hit the button, please. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. There we go. And uh, basically uh, what we do is we go to conventions around the country, we go to children's hospitals, we go to schools, and uh, we talk uh, mental health in a way that, you know, kids, and let's face it, adults too, can understand uh, everything from anime to Batman and everything like that. So um, that's a little bit about me. We're going to talk some mental health today like I always do. Uh, but there's a couple of people who are here that really don't need an introduction. I'm assuming they don't. And it's great because for reasons I'll get into, we can't really introduce them that much. But you already know them. It's Ciara Hannah. Woo! Yeah, come on. And her wonderful friend, Christina Masterson, come on out too. Uh, thank you, thank you, everyone. Hi. Thank them. Hi, everybody. Thanks. Hello. Wait. Hello. There's so many microphones. Uh, I'm assuming many of you have gotten autographs and pictures and all that stuff. If you haven't, um... oh, gotcha. Okay. Can you hear anything? Yeah. So, so we can we can all be heard still, yeah. right? Okay. Good. Um, so yeah, if you haven't met them yet, gotten an autograph, gotten listen, they're tied for first place for sweetest person in the world so uh, make sure that you uh, make sure you meet them and get pictures and autographs and all that great stuff and uh, make yourself a memory here um, elephant in the room uh, there is a uh, strike going on a couple of strikes going on in Hollywood uh, the Screen Actors Guild is uh, on strike uh, for some very good reasons uh, because of that we cannot talk about any television shows or movies that they may have been a part of that are involved in struck productions. Uh, so, um, that's cool though, because we really, really, really support uh, the strike and uh, the actors uh, getting what they deserve. Uh, so, if you guys, I don't know how much the, uh, the guild keeps you up to date on things, but what's, uh, what's the latest or how are you uh, getting through the strike?
One of the things uh, you're, you're very you're very sweet and diplomatic. Um, I am. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that really gets me is there is uh, in the contract that was offered by the studios. Am I allowed to say this? In the uh, in the contract offered by the studios, if you're an extra on a TV show or a movie, then they pay you your day rate. You know whatever that standard day rate is. They then scan your image and can then use your image in any TV show or movie they make for the rest of eternity without paying you another dime. Um, that's pretty ridiculous, and there's no way that there's no way that can stand. So um, we all what we all need to do is just uh, support this. We know some of our favorite movies and TV shows are going to get delayed. But it's worth it because the hardworking actors and the writers as well, uh, they're going to stand firm and they're going to get what's, uh, what they deserve uh, out of a new contract. So we're going to be real cool here. Um, so in, the, in this time, you can do conventions. To an extent, yeah. Well, yeah I mean, well, yeah, to an extent. You can't do like, uh, you can't promote things, but you can meet people. Yeah. So uh, tell me... Um, Tell me, like, how I know you guys love them. I see, I see the pictures. Uh, dogs? No, but of conventions and, uh, and meeting meeting the fans <laughs> and also dogs. There is there a dog here? There should be. If anyone sees a dog, bring it over to their table. So yeah, t uh, tell me about like uh, why do you enjoy conventions uh, and meeting the folks? Oh, it's just it's, it's uh, our favorite part of it. It's meeting everybody, getting to know all of you guys, ladies, and everybody. Um, Hearing the stories uh, and just getting to know everybody. It would be so interesting and fun and sweet and kind. Um, so we love doing these things. And then it's also kind of like a mini reunion for all of us to see our castmates or meet other meet other people. Yeah, <laughs> meet people you know. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> meet other people that do have been on. This is hard. <laughs> Continued by Ciara. Okay. Hi. <laughs> I'm going to mess up too. Uh, to me, well, me and Christina are both from California. So uh, convention-wise, what I've noticed is we get to see a lot of uh, different places and see how other people live. And it sounds kind of weird, but also like, California is such a different world um, than the rest. I've, I've learned so much by going to like Oklahoma, uh, Pennsylvania. Like I, I learned and it really opened your mind to how people live and their culture and what they uh, do on a daily or eat and like farm. Like, everything is so interesting and I think it's really humbling and awesome to learn about people's upbringings and things like that. Um, plus like she said, like we get to learn how our show did uh, influence their life. Did you say that? Well, <laughs> something around the... No one said yeah. that. Yeah, well, I did. Hi. Which show? There is no show. Oh, yeah, we're, what show are we we're, we're just here. Um, but yeah, we just get to talk to people and get to know them, like she said. Yeah. You said that, right? Yeah, I said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just, it's a wonderful experience. And we get to meet other people, people in the industry and artists yeah. and like voice actor, everything, because we don't get to do that. Like LA, you kind of go, you do your job and then you come back home. And here you get to talk to the people about their experiences. And you, I made the best of friends through conventions. And it's, I met Tabitha, my best friend slash manager, through conventions, and it was the best, biggest blessing of my life. And uh, was she voted 
best agent in the world? Is that what that manager? Best manager in the world? Okay, good. Okay. Uh, that's what I thought. I can't remember exactly the source that where you got that honor, but I'm sure it was. I'm sure it happened. We all voted. Um, one of the things that I love about conventions is when you you see people in cosplay dressing up as heroes from comic books or games or what have you. The thing that is really interesting is there's actually been studies on this where. Uh, when you become someone else, uh, you take on that character's properties uh, for a period of time. Uh, now, whether that's cosplay at a convention where you can meet new friends, uh, whether that's Dungeons and Dragons, whether that's LARPing, acting. Any, that's there we go. We'll get, we'll get there in a second. Okay, sure, sure. Um, and uh, what I love about that is if you are. LGBT and you're not able to come out, you can play a character who is out. And it can it, it can encourage you in your own life after that's over. If you are if you suffer from uh, social anxiety, you can be Deadpool. <laughs> Sorry, he's a comic book character. Uh, you can be you can be a, a character from a comic book like Deadpool and He's very confident, you can talk and be Deadpool, and they found that when that costume comes off, there's a period of time where you keep that confidence. And so it's a really good way to practice on your mental health and, and practice on the things that you're wanting to improve about your own life, is become the hero that you want to be, and it can help you actually become that. And that's where I'm leading into where you guys are is we can't talk specifics yeah. but in your acting training in your own life is there anything that you can share of where the acting performance has impacted you outside of it or in how you turn the character into part of you you know like where where your personal experiences inform the character and we can't be specific. Uh, I have an answer. Uh, so, growing up, you would never know it now, but I was a very, very, very shy child. <laughs> I didn't talk to anyone except my immediate family members. Even I wouldn't even talk to my grandma that much, my cousins, I'm just very shy. Uh, so my mom, when I was probably like seven, seven or eight, my mom got me into like commercial work and theater and all that kind of stuff. But it was such a distinct difference in me as a person when I got on a stage to do like singing competitions and theater. I became this outgoing person that I always wanted to be. I just didn't know how to. So like you were saying, it's like you're, you, you get this weird confidence when you're in a different element or like a costume and whatnot. So I didn't have to be, my insecurities went away because I wasn't being me. I was being a performer. And then eventually when I got to be around 13, I melted it together and all of a sudden I became that person I wanted to be and I talked to people I went up to people I wasn't afraid of anything and that continued on for the rest of my life but it took until doing it and me molding it all together and that was like a, such a distinctive moment I remember it and my parents remember everyone remembers it because it changed my entire life and how I interact with things well I don't want to interrupt you but um I just want to say that we're now using that as evidence that the pretty girls in high school who didn't talk to me, they were just really shy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, 
I, I'm really glad that you uh, shed light on that because it's, it's been it's been in my head for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was really shy too growing up for a long time, and I'm still actually pretty shy. Um, you're actually less shy now than when I first met you. For oh, sure. Yes, yeah, you're more shy than now. Uh, I grew a Adulting. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, one thing I love. When you get to know these characters, when you get to play them and discover them, you also, um, like I find that I open up and find parts of myself um, that I, that were probably always there but never like tapped into or thought about. Or, and so you discover a lot about through acting, through other characters, you discover a lot about yourself and you discover a lot about other people and human nature and um, experience. So even though I may not like directly experience something um, through learning these characters, you, you kind of do and then it opens up your mind to... Because you know, you put yourself in these shoes and, and it's kind of, it's really cool and crazy. It's almost like like going to therapy or studying um, psychology. Uh, it, it's, it's so interesting and powerful. Um, just reading these stories uh, or listening to stories or even watching stories. You just, just by doing that, you can learn so much about yourself and other people and understand things a lot better. It's, it's, I think that's like the magic too of well, story. I don't know, did that answer your question? I, it did, of course it did. I guess it was like a, a snippet of your question. No, no, no. It was in the same vein. Well, no. I was going to add to what you just said. I feel like when you do do that, as when you're like character developing, whatnot, you look at yourself from a different lens. Yeah, when you're, yeah, yeah. When you're looking at yourself from yourself, it's like you, your insecurities come out, everything, oh, there's like these walls and blocks, and as soon as you're looking from a different, from a different point of view, you see yourself differently. Yeah, you can see parts of yourself that you can see before. Yeah. It's a weird thing, guys, but it's great. It is great. It's great. It's a, it's a great way to grow um, and change and become a, like a better version of yourself. Yeah. Even if you are studying a sort of killer <laughs> as your character, you can maybe understand where they come from or where other people come from. Yeah. So, uh, whenever you hear. Uh, Oh, why are you cosplaying? Oh, you're playing Dungeons and Dragons? No, I'm working on my mental health. Um, <laughs> so, um, one thing about yeah, the, yeah, well, the God is speaking to us. Oh, we lost some. We lost some guys. Uh oh, it's okay. We're um, boring. <laughs> so, um, one of the things is uh, you guys. Y'all aren't pretend friends. You guys seem to actually be best friends. And I don't know if we're allowed to talk about how Friendship. we met. Uh, but, um, yeah, um, I run a convention, and uh, uh, Christina was going to be a guest. Couldn't make it. So this one jumped on a plane at the very last minute. Like the day before? Yeah, literally. Uh, like, uh, I know Ciara. 
she loves adventure. And, uh, and, and came out so. Going down for it all. So yeah. I only say you the best. Yes. So, but you guys are legitimate friends. They want to know about the real friendship uh, behind anything they may have seen you in. The, the real friendship behind you guys. This is the time to talk dirt about each other. There's not a lot of dirt. I feel like we... <laughs> Did we just finish <laughs> <laughs> We've always gotten along. Yeah. Yeah, we've always gotten along. We were the only two girls. Uh, Which I will say yeah. with the big cast, it is... I'm talking about, yeah. I'm talking well, about this the, year, last and, year. Well, with a big cast, it's actually really hard to find personalities that all mesh together. Because all one of us in our cast, uh, we all have really different personalities, I feel like. But yeah. we all complement each other in a way. And then me and Christina, like, it's pretty right away. It's um, so easy. Yeah. So Everything easy. flew. Yeah. flew really well. I felt like she's my like, little sister. Yeah, like, she felt like my little big, my little big. <laughs> <laughs> my little big sister. She's little. <laughs> she is. Um, even though you didn't need any protecting, I felt protected. I did emotionally. You were there. We kind of like went through. I think whenever we've talked, we've kind of gone through similar things in life, and then she got through it already. So she would kind of give me advice, or we went through some similar things at the same time sometimes. Yeah. And so we just kind of leaned on each other a lot, and that created a huge. Uh, bond. We just have a really strong bond with everything we've gone through, and it's kind of. And also, like, also, it could be like months before we see each other again. And whenever we see each other, it just feels it's just so easy to instant pick, pick right yeah. back up. Um, it's kind of like family, right? Like it's it's just some of those people that it's just doesn't matter how long it's been. It's just when you see each other again, it's instant. Um, just pick right up after. Dirty, what, 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 like our, whole, our whole cast like, is like that. Pick, pick right up wherever right. you left off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, our whole cast, like we, we won't. Sometimes we go like a, we're adults, we're adulting, um, and we have busy lives, so we don't see each other for long periods of time. We want to but we have like a group text. We like stay connected in that all the time. But when we do see each other, it's like not a minute has passed. Yeah, it's, it's really almost, nice. Yeah, it's almost like we're all in the same house all over again, and it's so much fun. I wish they're all here because they're. It's a hoot. Yeah, know, they right? use a hoot. It's loud. <laughs> well, it's a, a good thing cons exist. It's a lot of loud. <laughs> uh, one, of the, uh, one of the things that I think is important is, and it's something that you guys went through, whether you realize it or not, is uh, something called found family. Um, this is, it started in the LGBT community, really, uh, where people who went through the same traumatic experiences, not always traumatic, uh, but people who went through the same traumatic experiences, maybe they can't find support at home, and so they find support together. And so you form a family of people like-minded. I mean, this is, like I said, it started with LGBT folks, but I mean, you find it in prisons, you find it in the military where uh, people are serving together and they have that bond that then carries on for decades after uh, they're done serving. Um, us dorks, we have the same thing, uh, you know. We when we, I know when 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 I was in high school uh, hundreds of years ago, uh, you know, Dungeons and Dragons wasn't popular, comic books wasn't popular. So you find each other, and then all these years later, you're still friends. And I think that's an important thing: is that if you're in a situation where you feel like you're alone, there are other people out there 
who are in the same situation as you and you can find your family and find support. Um, so if you're wondering where is my family, where is my support, you are surrounded by hundreds or thousands of them right here. So all you have to do is talk to people and, uh, and, and form friendships here. Uh, I assume a lot of us are local. Um, Can I add on to that really yeah. quick? Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I feel like that's the hardest thing, especially uh, with mental health, is when you're going through a hard time, it is so it's such a lonely feeling, and a lot of people feel like they're alone. Like, I'm the only person on this planet that, that feels this way. I'm the only person going through this. Why is this happening to me? It's just the most... It, our brains are a scary place at times, and it's... What... Piggyback on what you're saying is it's you're never alone. You never are, and it feels that way, but there's a million people that are going through the same thing as you that feel the same exact way and they feel alone. So that's why I do love conventions so much. Because it is a community and a lot of people you can connect to a lot of people with same same-minded people or something that's going through something, or someone who's already gone through it and they can help you through it. I feel like I've gone through so many things in life. I'm like, why did this happen to me? God, why did I have to go through that? It was it messed me up, but at the same time now as as i got older and being a mom now i feel like i went through that for a reason because my purpose is to help other people that are going through it because i can understand it i'm not just talking out of my butt about it i've actually went through it and this is how i conquered it and moved forward so again just a reminder trust me and not the only one going through it and, and um uh, uh, just to add on real quick um don't be shy if someone in your found family is going through an issue. Uh, one of the things that they teach uh, when you're going through uh, identifying people in crisis is literally say, are you thinking about taking your life? Not, are you okay? Is everything all right? Let's beat around the bush on this issue. Uh, be direct and um, letting someone know because like you mentioned, um, I mean, this I could speak personally on this issue myself, is a lot of times when you're struggling, you, no matter how bad you want to say something, you can't. And so if someone in your found family can be there to say, hey, I noticed something's up, let's talk, and pry that information out of someone, you can help save one of your friends' lives, so. Yeah, you, you do need to pry it almost. I mean, not to, don't like harass someone, but I do feel like if you ask if someone's okay, your first instinct is to say, yeah, everything's, everything's fine. Like, we're all programmed like that, like to continue on and to hide emotion and feelings when things are tough. Because you, especially like social media, we have this whole persona on there that everything's great and traveling. No one mentions really of like money issues, family issues, mental issues. Everything wants to make it look like they're living this amazing life. but. It, you have to like go up to someone and just ask like tell me what's going on like don't just like, are you okay i think you really just need to get down to the nitty-gritty of it and just be consistent especially if you know something's going on as long as you're consistent eventually you'll break down those walls with something you'll feel comfortable enough to maybe open up to you and it doesn't they don't even have to but the, just to know that there's a maybe you should keep pushing for it um, in a respectful way don't like harass someone about it but it will those people will appreciate it Every time someone asks me about stuff like what's been what's your what's what's been going on, I don't always answer the way that I should, but I do always appreciate and I always remember that person for doing that because to me they care or they want to know, and that's huge. It's huge for myself. 
Um, you guys have a member of your found family, uh, Jason David Frank, who um, ended his life uh, way, way, way too early. Um, not to dwell on a tragedy, but I think uh, it would be helpful for everyone to hear uh, fun memories, good stuff, um, of what he was like uh, at conventions that you guys did together. Um, you know, he's, you know, we all kind of uh, saw video clips of how great he was with fans and stuff like that, but we didn't know him like you guys did. So, um, if you have a story, can you tell us? big word that Christina said that that is a huge part of who JDF was and big 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 heart big energy Ch literally a child and in the best way possible so much energy where I was like uh, like I couldn't I couldn't keep up he was the most enthusiastic person I ever met um, but I will say he loved all y'all um, so much where I can't say, but the project we've been working on to the last minute, I, every single day on set was him saying, we gotta do this because they'll love it. They'll, they'll love this, they'll notice it. Because like a lot of times you kind of need to hurry up because everything costs money and time. And he's like, no, we have to do this because they'll love it. And he just thought about you guys so much with every little thing he did. The whole project is for you guys. So um, that's one thing to remember in the future when it comes out, hopefully soon. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like I just have a lot of him being a kid stories. Like he was like a big um, like brother uncle to me and he loved bugging, bugging me so bad. Uh, he would always mess with me. He would do jokes. He would like go tease and you. he would tease me like crazy. He would like do weird voices in my ear when I wasn't looking and it made me so mad slash I, miss it every day. I miss the breathing in my ear when I didn't want it. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, and he's just very giving work. He gave me so many opportunities and for some reason just put me under his wing like right away and brought me everywhere into like amazing uh, projects and 
I don't know, he just always thought of me, and I always appreciate that. And he was such a kind, creative soul, and he expressed himself through poetry, which is another way, if you are going through mental stuff, I used to do that as well. I like I just have so much poetry I do in my 20s especially. That like helped me feel better to get my thoughts out, because it's hard for me to talk about it. I remember when you used to write poems. Yeah. I didn't know yeah, he did. All, he did um, kind of the last couple of years. He did a lot. And he started making videos for it. And he would send me voice notes like, "What do you think of this?" And like, <laughs> it was like so cute. And he just—he always wanted. Um, I think he was always searching for like approval. Like he's this big guy, but he was just like all of us, where he was searching for approval, searching for that confidence and that love and that nurturing. And because I think he gave so much of himself to everyone that he forgot to nurture himself. And I think that's really what happened. And so that's why you have to make sure to watch out for yourself and to keep up with what makes you happy. And like, don't, sometimes you run ourselves dry, especially with work and everything. You'll have to make money. Um, we have a lot of like obligations we have to do, but you have Everybody. to, yeah, you need self-care. Make sure you go get that massage, go to your favorite restaurant, like go on a nature walk. Anything that makes you a little bit happy, I recommend doing so much. I think uh, part of the thing that really was so stunning about about that was most of us, those of us who um, are old enough to uh, to have gone through it, um, he's such a hero that it's to us it was like, wait a minute, that doesn't happen to to someone like that. I mean, he's a real life superhero and. They can't have these problems. They, I have these problems, but I'm not a superhero. And I think it really kind of um, hits extra hard because you learn that, no, these are regular people too. Um, you know, we all go through issues with anxiety or self-confidence and that's, and you know, I, I won't ask for specifics, but I mean, you mentioned that, you know, you've had issues in the past where you dealt with that. I mean, and you're, you're looking at a table here with two, I'm sorry, three of the most beautiful people in the world. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, they have their issues as well. So if, if you're struggling and you're thinking, oh, well, no, the heroes that you look up to, they also deal with these things. So uh, we all need to be there for each other. Um, I, uh, is there anything you want to say about being looked at as a hero but being but also dealing with your own stuff Christina me? yeah look at you tell us uh, I mean yeah we know we, and we are all just humans too and I feel like everybody has their own It is important to be there for each other in whatever way you can be. But being a hero, I guess I forget. I guess am I a hero? Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're my hero. <laughs> Literally, I'll get that in a minute. <laughs> but it, it, it is a it's, it is a big honor um, to uh, be a role model. Oh yes, <laughs> a role model. To anybody that watches Power Rangers, you know, kids, to never, never, never heard of it. Never heard of it. 
project we've been a part of in the past uh, it's a to me it's an example of you are like it's important to have a, a good core people around you and mm -hmm. I think that yes we all struggle uh, yes we're a hero but we would be nothing without our community without our, our friends without yeah. our family yeah, they keep true. they keep us together like it's we're not a one-man show here. like we need we can't just go like this there's certain things and you know what this is hard so I mean, I'm about to say something not. I can't say it. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. When people are by themselves it's like it's a it's well okay, this is difficult to talk without saying certain things. I don't even know if this is like side note. What is really wonderful about conventions is that when we do meet um, fans and, and people they come up to our table and they tell us um, how our characters have affected their lives and have share their own personal experiences and you know it you know might be something that we went through ourselves too and just to help somebody that that is now in in our shoes you know like to be a role model <laughs> she's not embracing this concept at all it's like i'm a role model yes you are <laughs> but anyways uh well you don't think i don't know where i'm seeing so humble. <laughs> well, you don't think about it. I, like when we're filming, we don't think about the impact of it. We're thinking of our everyday. Like we we go to work, we <laughs> we we tell the story, and then that's it. And then that's why when we're at a convention, we hear actually the effect, the effect of it. Yeah. And we you just don't think about that when you're filming. It's interesting. Not at all. Um, I don't know if I can say the name of the film because I don't know if it's a struck production or not. Um, the one you were in. Um, yeah, I don't know either, but... Uh, I just want to say anything anymore. No, that's, that's fine. Um, but the reason why... Uh, actually, this is a... Four years ago... Four years ago... No, um, four years ago tomorrow is the day that uh, I left work early, went home, uh, picked up a gun, and decided it was over. Um... And a movie that I can't name that you were in uh, inspired me to put that down and instead get mental health help that I needed. Um, I, I will, oh, wow. you know, that, uh, we can talk afterwards, but uh, it, 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 it had such an important, it had such a big role in my life that it, it convinced me, wait a minute, I can be like this character and I can uh, I can actually help myself as well. I'm trying to avoid saying the name of the film. Um, and this organization, Geek Wellness Education, it started because of science fiction, superheroes, uh, the impact that that can have on your life and how that can inspire you to become everything that you want to be. So uh, it's... It, it's this stuff, uh, this stuff means a lot to me, and that movie means a lot to me. But um, so I'll, I'm going to say this before we take questions from you guys. If anyone has any questions, that's great. Understand, you cannot ask about a struck production. Uh, but if you're uh, if you are ever going through a uh, 
a mental health crisis 988 will, con will connect you to the National Su uh, Suicide Prevention Hotline and someone will be there to talk. Uh, I'll be honest, uh, Harrisburg, PA, not exactly the greatest uh, community uh, backup support when it comes to uh, the community's ability to uh, help people. But if you call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 988, they can help you out if you're going through crisis and they can help connect you to someone locally who can help. Uh, but this, if anyone has any questions, uh, not about Struck Productions, but about life in general, Gallagher, it looked like you were shaking your head. Do you got one? What's that? Oh, okay. Does, it, does anyone, does anyone, it, it, everyone sees how difficult it is to dance around this. I know, I'm sorry. What's up? Did you hear any of that? What kind of athletic activities do we participate in? Like martial arts, all that stuff? Well, they're both going to kick my butt after this is over. <laughs> but, uh, other than that. Um, well. <coughs> <laughs> Let's see, I got to date back to the olden days because I don't know, I'm not as active now. But like growing up, I loved playing uh, volleyball. I was on like on all the sports teams really? in grade school. I think that yeah, I was on the volleyball <laughs> team, basketball team. You were in basketball? Yes. I played center and because I think I was tall, I don't know. And You're I, not tall. I, did, <laughs> I did baseball too, but then I got hit in the head with a baseball. That and explains I got scared, so much. So, yeah. <laughs> um, explains so much. And in high school I did track and field. Yoga, but I haven't, I'm gonna get back into that. I know Ciara is like, you're into Pilates right now. <laughs> Just do like posing about it twice. <laughs> right now. Um, growing up, I did Kung Fu Sansu when I was younger. Oh. <laughs> uh, I did a little bit of dance, but not too much. And then I did volleyball. I was in band. I don't know if you considered oh, activity, you but it's a mental activity. Uh, volleyball was my thing in high school. Um, I was like a libero type. And then in my older age, um, same thing, everything kind of slowed down, but I work with, I do um, weight classes, I do stretchy classes, I do Pilates classes, I do hikes, um, anything to move your body. The body, as soon as you stop moving, it just stiffens up. And to me, the biggest, biggest, biggest thing I can tell everyone, stretch every day, stretch every day, stretch every day. Because that will make a huge difference, and sometimes that's all you need to do to keep your body healthy and lubricated. And, and I'm not even that old, but I, I've noticed such a difference when I don't do it. And my dad stopped doing it, and it's it's showing. It's showing. And because um, well, he's like he's like when he gets up, he's like oh, like you have to oil him up practically. Um, so biggest thing I'll tell everyone is stretching, because that is the most healthiest thing for your body. It'll help with back pain. It'll help with joint pain as long as you stretch. Um, yeah, activity-wise, just keep moving. Always move. I got something that I've been doing lately. Is ice baths for your face. So I get like a bowl, a big bowl, <laughs> with ice and water. And you let it sit for a while so that it gets really, really cold. And then I do this in the morning. I just started it like a few weeks ago and I love it. It's like having a 
it's like it replaces a cup of coffee. Well, I okay, so like I have one cup of coffee now, <laughs> only one, and I do my ice bath. But you just and then you stick your face in there for as long as you can, usually like like eight to ten seconds. I do it maybe like three times. This is why you um, look so young. I mean, I just started it three weeks ago, but it does help. But you do it. Yeah, it, it's like they say that it has like the same effects as as doing a full body ice bath because of I don't know the something in your face, the nerves in your face. I don't know. Anyways, it is fantastic, and it kind of feels like you just uh, swam in the ocean. This is the adult. Don't swim. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. The adult it. activities we do. Yeah. The old activities, like old people's activities. <laughs> and, and you hold your face <laughs> in ice water for eight seconds or ten seconds? Yeah, like as long as you can. I lost like eight to ten seconds, and then I'll do it again. And I'll do it like three times. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's August, so we can pretty much dunk our whole body in there. Um, yeah. Well, no, it's good for the winter time too. It's not just a summer activity. Oh no, I mean, I legitimately <laughs> want to in August. <laughs> yeah. um, no. So the, the the point to, I think to answer your question Wait, is yard work. I do a lot of yard work too. That is actually the most activity. We kept adding. This was a great question. Thank you. And also, uh, her house uh, needs new shingles. She's really involved in that too. I, I have no idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> I do. We did have a few leaks from the storm. I do. And you fixed it yourself, of course. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, I think the point is, if if we were to get invaded by aliens right now. We're all going to be okay. Well, I'll do an ice face bath, and then we'll get to action. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? Maybe that'll help them. Uh, maybe they wouldn't be so grumpy and uh, want yeah, to invade yeah. if they could take an ice bath every once in a while. Yes. Uh, anybody else? You got one? John Cena? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I heard none of that. Are you asking if... Oh, you know, you, you're you a butt kicker, but go ahead. Prior martial arts. I did uh, Kung Fu Sian Tzu when I was younger. Um, I didn't do it for that long, but with the audition process, my dad, actually, because my dad was a black belt um, when he was younger. Yeah. So he, for my audition for the project that somehow we are doing, or did, um, I remember going to my parents' backyard and he was teaching me moves to be able to do that in the audition. And then Azim actually, he is super trained in like fencing and he literally brought, um, was it a sword? Probably. He brought something to the audition and I remember him just like in the audition room just like practicing. He's I was like, oh gosh. And then we did our scene together, and he was teaching me like stunt moves to do to him. Really? Our, yeah, he like like okay, you're gonna punch me, and then like but like flip it back so it didn't really punch me. And we did it, and it became it created the whole thing between him and I for the rest of the thing. The rest yeah. of <laughs> the, the, the whole the whole life thing. Okay, so uh, oh okay, when I was young, like really young, my mom did put us me and my little brothers. The karate, and we took I think only like one class, and I was really good at it, and I got really into it. Um, and at the end of the class, we did like a spar, and uh, it scared my mom. She thought it was too too intense for me, uh, and she took me out because she thought it was too like she scared I was gonna get hurt. But I was gonna hurt them. Yeah, uh, and then. Uh, and then so yeah, that was my like ex 
experience when I was young, and then before the audition, uh, I, I didn't have any more experience before that, but I did do, um, I was, my friend had a, a, like a kickboxing spring, like studio, whatever, that me and my uh, best friend would go take classes at all the time, so I just kind of did that for my audition, I just did some boxing. And it worked. <laughs> Those look like lethal punches to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool. Anybody else have something? Hey, what's up? Your favorite stars, role models? Uh, stars, role models, and like that got us into acting or whatnot. I don't know. I don't have like like a specific person or moment that was like, I want to do that, but I've always loved, um, I don't know why, like, I mean, I know why, but Rachel McAdams was, I love how she's so good with emotion, um, and she's done a range of roles, uh, and then, I don't know, that was like a big one for me for some reason. Yeah, for her coordinated range too, that yeah. Really yeah, she did a few at that time. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I appreciate, cause I, because we're in the industry, like, it's a hard industry, and so with, I appreciate all the work and effort that they put into it, and I just think it's amazing. One thing I do want to get better at is stunts. I, I mean, I do stunts, but I want to, like, I'll never be Tom Cruise, but uh, I do want to maybe... Never say never. Never say never. I can run really fast. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's so many good ones out there, but... She probably is, she's the one that inspired me to like work on my emotional side, definitely. But yeah, I don't really have a specific like, that's what I want to do. Because of them. I don't either, why are we so boring? I know, we're so boring. I, know, I don't have a specific, specific person. Or, <laughs> I just hope that I can speak. I don't have a specific person or a specific uh, show or movie, but I just, yeah, I loved it all. And Every, everybody that was working inspired me. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, because it is. It is a hard thing to, it's hard to get those jobs, and it's hard to break into that industry and to have a, a successful career and a, a consistent career, so, yeah, they're all my role models. And, and it actually, <laughs> you know, my role models, too. Oh, no. it, it is a tough thing, um, you know, every now and then, uh, like, regarding the uh, the strike I've seen some dumb comments of like oh wow it must be so difficult to pretend to be somebody else blah 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 and it's like no no it legitimately is uh, it, it is too because you're going up against like thousands of people sometimes so to stand out you know and to be the, they can only pick one it's, it's uh, the odds well, I know a lot of actors have talked about it too especially when you have a really intense role it's like um emotional and mentally like it's mentally draining like if you're it can be weeks to months at a time playing or years playing this character and it you, it's the hard part with being in, in as an actor entertainer is being able to turn it off and be you when you leave and sometimes you you fuse it together i've done so many auditions where i get into it and then i it'll it will change my day. It's an emotional, intense scene. The rest of my day, I feel off. Like, I, I feel like I'm still connected to that, and I, I, I don't know how to let it go sometimes. Or I'll put it into my relationship. I'll get in a fight with my boyfriend because 
I'm still feeling the anger for my character I did earlier that day. Like, you have to remember and remind yourself, oh, it's not me, it's it's the other part of me that's connected still to that scene. So you have to mentally sh shut things off and turn them on. Some people don't know how to do it. Like, method actors, they just go full in. And they'll do it until they're done shooting. And I don't know how they do it. I applaud them for it. It's not my style. But that's a hard thing. You have to, the people around you have to know who you are to understand that, I guess. I, this has nothing to do with nothing, but I, um, <laughs> I'm going to share it anyway. I, uh, I used to work somewhere, and I developed a training course for uh, the new people who were getting hired. I came up with it. I wrote it. Uh, I perfected it. Everything was me. And they said, we love this so much, we want to take it national and have uh, the entire chain train people the way you do it. They set up a camera. And they said, go through the training and we'll film you. As soon as they turned that camera on, I forgot every single thing I had ever done. Oh, I've <laughs> so, done that before. <laughs> I do that too, still. So, uh, uh, they, uh, they are real life superheroes over here that are uh, able to do that. It's, a, it's but amazing. But no, we're not able to do it all the time. <laughs> like, oh, the worst thing that somebody got asked me is to speak at their wedding. I hate it. They always ask I me. get I hate so it. nervous. Oh. Like, I can't even like look up like it's crazy stage fright is like a real thing and just because you're an actor doesn't mean you can't have it too no oh. I, i've watched so many interviews and i find i love watching them because it makes me feel better about myself like i just watched one the other day with mila kunis so then she went in this huge audition and she had everything going on as soon as she walked in she literally couldn't say any of her lines she didn't know really? she didn't end up getting the job because of it it was like a screen test yeah that happens to me all the time. And I hear those stories from these, the biggest actors to the smallest actors that we're all in this, we're all the same. Like you can, it doesn't matter how much you prepare. I will have it to a T. I'm like, I'm gonna nail this. I have all the confidence. As soon as I get in there, everything gets thrown out the window. I don't know who I am, what I am. Thing. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Auditions. Yeah. The word. I Thank God for self tape. No, I know. Remember when they asked you like, so what do you do for fun? Like they used to always ask that. Like I don't know. Play with my dog. Like I always would try to think of a fun answer. I never had one. I had some. You have, had some fun answer? Yeah. I think we have time for one more. Candy. Nope. <laughs> uh, I will say. You can't talk about Sorry. that specific character. Yeah. Uh, I will say that uh, this individual, uh, regardless if they were an actor or not, uh, is an amazing human being. What about me? And uh, and and you and you as well. This is the first time I've met you, but we've talked. Uh, but uh, honestly, legitimately, the the reason why um, these two people connect with the public so much, regardless of any role, is because of how genuine and really good people they are I think that um, I think that people have a little bit of radar where you can see like I think that person might be a bit of a jerk uh, and you can tell I think when you're watching interviews with them when you're interacting with them when you're going to get autographs or pictures with them in just a few minutes um, you can see that they really are just uh, really down-to-earth, honest, uh, sweet people. So, uh, and, and frankly, I don't know why I'm blowing their heads up like that. Well, uh, I hate you to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, I, I know we definitely want to uh, check out before the next panel starts. 
uh, which I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Did you have something really quick? Yes, I have one quick question. Okay. It's hard for me to come up with it, but I think I got it. I believe in you. Uh, so uh, besides this one, uh, what was your favorite other talking about or Best guest you've met. Oh, now we're picking favorites. Those are great questions. Good job. Um, okay, my favorite con. Let me go first. Yeah. My favorite con is this one. Duh. And because you guys have all been so sweet and nice and fun. And look, you're all still here listening to this panel. I think this is the longest panel we've ever had. This is a good one. Well, you did say you don't shut up. You, 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 yeah, you said before, yeah, we talk and talk and talk. That's true, that's true. See? Um, and then the best guests I've ever met. I don't know. I haven't met many. I have. The answer is me. Yes. <laughs> um, I can't pick a con. That's my favorite because there's been so many. Uh, but I, my favorite guest I've met because he changed my life and I love him end of day is Richard Harmon. He's amazing. If you don't know who he is, oh, look him up. Oh, at a convention? Yeah. I'm him on a plane then at the convention. And oh, really? Mm -hmm. oh. He's a beautiful human being. He's so talented. So, yeah. Anyway, that's and my he's favorite. beautiful. He's very Literally. beautiful. Blue eyes. Cool. So we're all going to give them a big round of applause. Yay! And then for those of us who haven't, we're going to go over there and meet them, get autographs, get pictures, and uh, and talk to them one-on-one. -on -one. It'll be Woo! cool. Thank Thanks, y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you so much. Well, I'll come over there in a minute. You're listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Capiche? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all shapes, sizes, ages, and colors, and those visiting from the spirit realm. Those who've been listening for a while know that reference. I hope you enjoyed the panel that we snagged at the Harrisburg Comic and PopCon event, a.k.a. Four State Comic Con Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, that, that occurred this past August 26th and 27th, 2023. And once again, I want to thank everybody involved from Sierra, Hannah, Christina, Masterson, and those from Geek Wellness Education. Links to find everyone will be in the description down below as usual. Not to mention in the description down below, you could find out more about us. If you wish to hear what's next on the docket for us in regards to show-wise, please hit that subscribe or follow button. That way you can never miss out on another audio episode. If you want to see our visual coverage in regards to the Harrisburg Comic and Pop Con event that occurred. Our YouTube link is also in the description down below. So again, I can't thank because I can't thank them enough. I thank all involved for letting me and thus the show to record the panel. And for all of you out there that joined us for this episode, once again, please join us for the next episode, which will probably be mine and Sasha's thoughts on this event, our experiences and everything else. So stay tuned for that. And I'll see all of you either on YouTube or the next episode. Take care. I'm the Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman. And till next time, I'm out.
You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast.